Hold on. Is my mic on? Turn me up, man. I said turn me up. Yes. Come on, B. We fucking here. We back. You know what I'm saying? Like cook crack. All that shit. I'm just talking shit right now because I'm talking and I love it. And y'all get to hear this shit yet again. You get what I'm saying? I honestly don't even know what episode we on because we took a long ass pause. But we fucking back for the love. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, we here and we always here. And I miss y'all niggas, man. I miss the fuck out y'all niggas. I miss talking my shit and all of that shit. But like I said, we here again. And a lot of recap, man. A lot of things to just go over, you know, a lot of shit that happened since my break. Let's start off with the break. You know what I'm saying? The break for the love. We here. Before we start. Excuse me. Shout out to my supporters as always. You know what I'm saying? I especially want to shout out to y'all for y'all patience, for holding it down, for listening to the past episodes that we've been dropping for the past year and some change. You get what I'm saying? We are finally back to resume this love. You know what I'm saying? And we out here. And of course, when I say supporters, I'm speaking Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple. You get what I'm saying? other dsps soon to come and let's get this shit started man what we on episode 42 you feel me again i want to shout out to all the local talent especially tamara who represented the last episode that's the latest episode that you guys were listening to as we was on this break but we back and we here so you know what i mean but Starting with the break, man, because we got a lot of shit that we're going to talk about, dog. It's been a good minute that the God done spoke about a lot of shit. Summer Madness was just past Saturday. We're going to get into those recaps. I was definitely in the building for that. Shout out to Smack, Beasley, all the other battle rappers, all that shit. We're going to definitely get into that. Before we do, just want to give y'all an update, of course. The reason why For the Love even took a break is because the nigga computer died, bro. You know what I'm saying? I just don't understand. It's like when you wake up and you try to check things that pertains to your life, you know what I'm saying? Like emails, shit like that. You know, things that's important. And you go to your laptop and nothing's responding. You know what I mean? You just get a black screen, no response. And it goes from that to being told that your motherboard has crashed. You get what I'm saying? So we go from there to replacing that you know what i'm saying we had to take a a good week and a half off for repairs but got my baby back you know what i'm saying shout out to my macbook you know we here because that's what for the love is about and that's the reason why we took that break man i was mad because i couldn't produce and be creative like i wanted to and talk my shit and give my shit to the people like i wanted to but like I said, and I'm going to keep saying it this whole episode, we fucking here. You know what I mean? Now, of course, that's the reason we can move on. But Summer Madness is here or was here. It definitely felt like Summer Madness a little bit. It was spasms. But ultimately, dope card, shout out to Smack. And man, yo, like, you know, dope, dope event for the biggest main event of the main events as far as url outside of gnome is summer madness so we're gonna recap the battle of course i was in the building it was in charlotte 
had to pull up for that. You know what I'm saying? Got to see firsthand a Smack URL event pop off. So that's already one. Now, I'm going to go in order as far as the event and how everything went down. They did a one-rounder with new cats. I'm not going to lie. I don't know their name. I don't remember their name. I remember one was a white Jesus dude that was on he's on dna's podcast with the wrestling shit and for the battle rap fans and culture he was in the clips battle with yoshi g and that was the battle that clips brung out the white jesus that same motherfucker did a one-rounder against somebody who he was nice as shit but i honestly forgot his name so i'm definitely not doing him justice but either way that's how they started the card that was one of their surprises and then from that one rounder they continue with the card the first battle being Fonz versus Danny Myers now on stage in live moment I gave that Danny Myers 2-1 you know what I'm saying Fonz was talking and had better punches but ultimately Fonz got lost in his rounds and he kind of got lost more so within the crowd because once he felt the crowd kind of not feeling his 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 bars and shit he kind of got lost in that and kind of forgot his round and how to complete it so it was just cool but it wasn't enough and Danny gave significant rounds to where it ultimately overpowered that and I gave Danny 2-1 on that one at least on stage then from that point they proceeded to the chess and suge battle now with the chess and suge battle that was a surprise now wait a minute before i get to that i'm i'm mistaking the order they had another surprise so apparently they had two surprises one was a one rounder with the new cats and then they had another end quote one rounder with hollow the don and averb so they came out and they did they thing. Verb came out, started first. He taught this shit, but Hollow did Hollow. He came out dressing like Pat Stay. Rest in peace to Pat Stay. He had the top hat with the suit. It was a Pat Stay ensemble to me. So I'm gonna just say that was a Pat Stay tribute. But either way, it was dope to see one of the goats in Hollow. He came out, did his shit. You know, bars like. Uh, I want I want the old hollow, so I got something for the old hollow th- or the old verb, excuse me, things like that. So that was dope. And again, it was a one rounder, so it wasn't a, a three round battle. It was one round, and if you comparing those rounds, I definitely gave that the hollow. Now we are on the shug and chess battle. On paper, that was like a fifty fifty. A lot of people more so kind of edge that to chess coming into the battle as far as predictions me personally when you think about it i kind of had suge already winning that 2-1 going into it now in the battle suge 3-0 body of the year body of the night definitely performance of the night and the battle of the night suge went crazy on that stage dog like he wild on chess he definitely little boy chess and it got to the point where he had Ars, John John, and New Jersey Twerk behind him, just like holding him back. It was one point in the battle where they was physically 
holding this man back and trying to pull him away from the round because the crowd was chanting let him go like like it's enough like he was just killing chess like chess on chess in he said dope things but it's something with chess mental or his anxiety that needs to get checked on because every time he battles on the big stage he always does something where he throws up or he has to step away and do something it's, it's like to the point where motherfuckers need to check on his his health status before the battle and make sure everything's good because that need it gets to a point where it's like fam we understand your condition but like fuck like how many times you gonna keep stepping to the side and throwing up and it's like prolonging the rounds and then it gets to a point where we don't even care what you're saying now because we so fucked up on the fact that you just threw up you know what i'm saying but all that being said and outside of that going back to suge again suge went crazy he snapped like he he had nothing to lose but he gained a body you know what i'm saying like i mean 3-0 overwhelmingly body on suge you feel me and shout out to chess because chess ain't no scrub it's just now i feel like he's at a point where chess should reevaluate his situation and practically like start battling some newcomers and you know get them get them dubs in your in your book and then from that point put yourself back into the you know top tier lanes because the last few battles has been dope but between your health and you know shit like that it's starting to get old with the whole chest throwing up shit because we've seen it with the battle with him and easy where he had to do the fake throw up and he had to check himself so it's just getting to a point where i feel like if he's going to keep doing that and we understand this is this is anxiety but it's going to get to a point where the crowd is just going to check the fuck out and it ain't even going to matter what he says because once your rounds go about 10 minutes it's like the fuck you know what i mean but again suge 3-0 in that building he went crazy like he was saying a lot of shit that was just wild and you know suge for the last three battles is nine to know he never lost so that's one thing and he should be champion of the year now going forward from the chess versus suge that gave us the tay rock and swamp battle now this was the hometown battle for Swamp. Technically, uh, he's really from South Carolina, even though the event was in North Carolina, it was in the Carolina. So that's um, hometown for the most part for Swamp. Now, going into the battle, I had Tay Rock winning 2 1 because it's Tay Rock, he the GOAT. This is Summer Madness. This is one of his things. This is what he does. Second round rock is like immaculate all that shit being accounted for had me going rock two one in the building round one starts swamp goes first swamp does a dope first round tay rock goes off legendary his first round was that overwhelming to where motherfuckers in the building thought the the, the battle was over it was about to be a two one or a three oh rock all the way from that first how rock spit that shit it was just insane. Now, round two, Swamp fights back. So it was like, oh shit. Now, the part where Rock fucked up in the summarizing is where he decided to throw a couple lines in regards to the Carolinas. It was direct at Swamp, 
but he was more so speaking to Carolinas as far as eating raccoons, and the crowd didn't take hints of that, so they booed him. And to keep it short, that's when the momentum switched. And besides the fact that Rock just simply didn't read the room and just like did not, I wish he wouldn't have just said that shit because it's like when you speak on things that you don't know that's going how how it's going to land, especially when you uh, spit bars of the location of where you're currently at. So being that he was referencing Carolina and Raccoon, he didn't think that was going to be offensive. But when the crowd took offense to it, that's when Rock should have did like an empathy line, like, oh, word, oh, I fuck with raccoons and blah, yada, yada. But he actually doubled down and still went back and didn't give a fuck about the reaction. So that's part of Rock that I fuck with because he did it before with the easy battle in Philly. But this time he said what he said, stood on it, told the crowd, fuck y'all and shut up all that shit and still finish his rounds. And that's why he a goat. With that being said, Swamp second round and third round was insane. Like, like, like I said, Rock's first round was that immaculate that the battle felt like it was about to be a gentleman's wash. But the way Swamp came back on the second round and then how he finished it on the third, me personally, I gave Swamp the second and third round and I gave that 2-1. He beat Rock. <laughs> like, that shit is crazy. And it's Summer Madness, like, on one of the biggest cards. So, and... On the battle rap side, Swamp done gathered many upsets this year, so he's champion of the year contender. You feel me? But, of course, Swamp 2-1, and then that leaves two battles left of the card, and that's Surf versus JC, and, of course, Easy and Calico. Now, I'm going in order, so the following battle from that was the JC and Surf battle. Now... On paper and prior to the battle, people thought this was the main event because, of course, we have Surf and his star power, but that ended up being the second to last battle from Easy. Now, the JC and Surf battle. I had Surf winning 2-1 in the building because you can't deny this man's star power. You can't deny his skill, his talent, and all of that, but more so the star power is what drove me to the 2-1 easily because once we on that stage and we see that firsthand surf knows how to navigate the lines and the bars to fit the crowd and to fit the battle so it's, it's like immaculate going forward with that being said i still believe and had faith that jc was going to talk to this man to the point where it, it was going to make the crowd feel like, oh, shit, like this is really about to be a 2-1 strong debatable. Now, with that, JC first round did most of that. It did that for me. Like he spoke to surf. He was saying some shit. He had a couple haymakers. And overall, the first round was solid from JC. Now, after that first round, that's when everything declined. That's when shit went left. Personally, JC kind of lost the purpose of the battle. Like, he kind of was just debunking Surf. Like, he was trying to stay focused and, in quote, expose Surf and the character Surf and all of that. And it's like, people got to understand when you're on these types of big stages, like Summer Madness, Gnome, you know, et cetera, we don't 
care about that type of shit. Like the crowd don't really care about that, that debunking shit. Like once he got the round two, his second round was more so speaking on um roller skating like he was going off his gang affiliation with the rolling 60s and rollerblading but he kept overusing the rollerblading so it kind of lost the crowd and then by the time it got to round three that's the round that jc decided to in quote debunk surf like he tried to expose him for all the um money earnings and things like that and it's like again at that point that could be dope for a volume setting, but if you're talking about Summer Madness on stage at that moment, and we're speaking the third round, especially how Surf just came the his first two rounds, that third round should have been more punches and hitting at him rather than trying to expose him. You get what I'm saying? So definitely JC, it's not surprising that he really lost because of Surf, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's the lack of on his behalf because if you watch the face off he was talking spicy to surf he was saying how he's gonna beat the dog shit out of him how ain't nobody gonna talk to him the way he talked to him he was saying all that type of shit so he had everybody gas the fuck up off that face off i'm not gonna lie off that face off i still had surf winning 2-1 but i felt like oh shit this man jc about to come in this building and talk some shit you know what i'm saying he normally talks shit but he in the same and that's the crazy thing about that battle because in the way jc allowed surf to control the narrative if there was a fucking narrative you get what i'm saying it's like from the face off to the battle jc did a good job in making sure surf didn't carry on with this whatever narrative it was just for when the battle happened this narrative end up happening and that's what beat you at the end you know what i'm saying and that's the sad part when it comes to surf because at the end of the day too man on some battle rap shit for the niggas that's in the culture yo to beat surf you have to outperform surf man because surf is already talented he's already top five he's already one of the goats when it's all said and done but to really beat surf on stage you have to really outperform this man dog it is no getting around this man's star power. This man's surf is URL at this fucking point. He is that nigga on that league. He's the face of that league outside of rock. You know what I'm saying? Like he he has all of that shit. The shit you see out his you out his mouth. It is what it is. So don't try to go into that battle and try to debunk those claims because the crowd ain't gonna give a fuck about none of that shit. We want to hear bars how you performed them bars and etc that's why hitman holla is one of the greatest because his performance alone is what carries his bars to the point where he wins majority of his battles for example you know what i'm saying so going back to jc is definitely a learning lesson for my mans i still rock with jc his pen is like top one you know what i'm saying personally it's better than lux in my opinion you get what I'm saying? But when you don't have that um, that performance, it, it loses the crowd. And that's pretty much how that battle went. So now a lot of niggas saying 3-0 surf. You know, personally, I can I can see the 3-0. I can see the 30 from surf because it's a gentleman's 30, if anything. Personally, on on stage in that building, I gave JC the first round. And the way the momentum felt after the 
after that first, it felt like it was about to be one of those real strong debatables, but then it ended up being damn near landslide surfside. You know what I'm saying? Because when you don't outperform a star like Surf and you just use and spend the time on just rapping, 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 that shit is going to lose the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like that type of skill and style is more set for a volume setting, whereas like a small room and non-big crowd but for a big crowd we need to hear haymakers we need to hear performance we need to hear like you know all these type angles on top of the bars and the pen and that type of shit is going to be surf and it's funny because the last thing i will say about surf is the closest motherfucker that got to him to to date is cortez (laughs) like real shit like cortez arguably won that battle I still kind of gave it the surf 2-1, but Cortez second round is easily fire or probably the best round I heard against surf besides JC's first. You know what I'm saying? But either way, surf is undeniable at this point. It's time to apologize to this nigga. And he does know how to pick his battles. That's one. But you got to shout out to surf, man, because it's like he's doing what the fuck he's doing. He's handling his shit. And he's moving the fuck on. He's surf. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All that shit. Now, with that being said, that leads to the last battle of the night of the Summer Madness 12. And that's Calico versus Easy to Block Captain. Now, this being the main event, more so stands from Easy's record being undefeated since his uh, resurgence. You know what I'm saying? You know, now this battle was. I give smack them this. This was a great main event. Now, by the time this happened, this was late in the night. You know, most of the crowd already checked out. So some people started leaving. Majority of everybody else stayed and watched. But the crowd was already kind of, they was there, but they wasn't there. You know, Calico was was wilding. Like, he was really talking. You know what I'm saying? His His flow was insane. The shit that he was saying was insane. Now, Easy on top of that was fire too. Both solid. Three rounds. This was the closest battle to me of the card as far as a debatable. It was definitely a 2-1. I favored it to Easy. And a lot of people I seen give it to Calico. I'm not mad at that because, again, it's a strong 2-1 debatable. You can either go either way. It's definitely a preference battle is who you prefer at this point because they both gave solid three rounds and their three rounds could have beat any other performer in that battle too damn near so two one easy because easy's bars was just more they was hitting harder calico shits was hitting but calico was doing a lot of rapping 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 and it was fire but it was just getting lost in the thought you know what i'm saying whereas easy was doing this like he was rapping but he was hitting points where it was haymakers and it was like performance and like him like following calico around the stage and staying in front of him things like that when he turned his back around like is like the small shit like that is what in my opinion favorite easy in that battle than calico because i feel like with calico it's is weird because with the crowd and the masses Calico is recognized as one of the dope writers and the dope battle rappers of this culture. He's a fucking legend. But for some reason in these battles, the crowd does not tend to just rock with Calico. 
they don't gravitate to the, towards this nigga or something because he'll say some shit and he'll get a reaction but for the most part it'll just be flip floppy you know what i'm saying to the point where calico even knows that shit and he peeps it and he'll say it during the battle but then it'll kind of come off as making him look emotional about it so it's just one of those things with calico but going back to the battle definitely two one easy on that one i like calico's first round more so when he was debunking easy's philly status like he said one point that easy is so not philly that he has to be extra philly and that was hard because it's like you know a motherfucker that is that that don't claim philly but got all this philly shit on it's kind of telling you know what i'm saying and then the other part where he was like oh in your ig you didn't have a pmb rock reference pmb being from philly he him being from philly he's like telling the crowd and telling easy that you would have thought a Philly motherfucker would have showed love to a Philly nigga. So that's some non-Philly shit to do. So how he was doing that scheme was fire. You know what I'm saying? He did it well. He didn't like lose the crowd with it. He kept us entertained. Something that personally going back to the JC battle that he felt to do with Surf because JC was just rambling like off the bars, but he just lost us. But going back to Calico, he succeeded with that. It's just that Easy was just saying harder shit, in my opinion, at least in the building. You know what I'm saying? And I gave that 2-1 to Easy, but it's the strong, debatable, and it's the closest battle to me in that car. You know what I'm saying? So, like, with that being said, man, um, dope event. Shout out to Smack again. Shout out to Beasley. Shout out to Nunu Nails. You know what I'm saying? Shout out all the battlers in there. You know, Twerk, Arse was in there. Lutz was in the building. Geechee was in the building, too. And I forgot because during that card, they did announce Geechee versus Mook in November. So that's about to be a classic and waiting to see that because I would love to see Geechee on the Summer Madness or like a Rum Nitty, but didn't get to see that. But we got, you know, the gun titles, Surf, Chess, Easy, and Rock, you know what I'm saying? And then, of course, shout out to Suge. Like I said, Battler of the Night, Performance of the Night body of the night <laughs> he got those three things from me because i had shook winning the battle but didn't think he was gonna body chest like that and how he did it was incredible like and then to see his team behind him like shout out to twerk john john and arse man because they really held this man down and they was some dope hype man dog because suge was talking and it's just dope to see somebody behind him bigging that dope ass shit up you know what i'm saying because chess had gun titles behind him he had rock easy more so and then um surf came out later but he had his guys so to see suge do that was just insane you know the closest battle of the night like i said was easy and calico to me and you know i mean summer madness man is just like dope car i'm just glad we made it there got to see dope shit got to be around the battlers you know the crowd was kind of it was kind of iffy you know they was booing just dumb ass shit you know what i'm saying and just the crowd bias was there you know so it, I, i'm i'm interested to see a smack gonna do a car over there again he needs to come to the 757 by the way you know what i'm saying shot the av you know jack boy main representing richmond you know got big k and you know uh motherfuckers too man 757 got something to say like always and smack need to look into it because a card in virginia 75 would be fire 
and we're looking forward to it. It's only a matter of time, but we're going to see, you know. But, of course, that was Summer Madness this past weekend, you know what I'm saying? And the laptop is back on, so, you know, my baby's breathing. We here. And what else we got, man? You know, of course, it got hella music, hella culture shit. It's things like that we need to discuss because I've been going for a good minute. And I'm sorry, you know what I mean? But what we got? Man, and it's a lot of shit, like I said, man. A lot of catching up. It's been a while. You know, again, I'm sorry. You're going to keep apologizing this episode because I feel like Ruben stuttered. You get what I'm saying? It's been a while since y'all listened to the God, but the God is back. And sports is back, more so football season. So this time I've been watching my boys play. Y'all know what time it is. We represent Baltimore. You get what I'm saying? They're going to pay my man's eight soon because yesterday's price is not today's price listen to me i don't understand what they gotta see i don't understand what they gotta do but they need to print out this contract write that damn number and get this man's signature and it's official because this man is lit mvp shit and we trying to get that title you get what i'm saying and that's just on the fan side on the other end because there's some other shit and i just want to take a moment of silence for the great knee along man Listen, man, this shit don't make sense. I just don't understand how these sucker niggas be getting these motherfucking, these queens and these, these, these goddesses, man. I just don't understand, man. For the people who don't understand what I'm referencing by this point, I'm speaking of the Boston head coach or the head coach of the Boston Celtics and his cheating scandal with Neil Long. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm understanding why they lost in the finals because he was thinking about pussy the whole time rather than game four adjustments against Steph Curry and them. So I get the science with that. But this bozo shit got to stop, man. Like, you telling me as a full head coach of a franchise, one of the most prestigious franchises, and you doing all this Trenton Thompson shit as a head coach? And this is crazy. So apparently... Again, for the people who don't know, the head coach, let me get his name because I don't even know the motherfucking name. And it really doesn't matter because the things that you did to this great woman by the name of Neil Long is borderline criminal. I don't understand this shit. You know what I'm saying? But we here, man. And when you deal with sucker niggas, you get sucker shit. So this man's name is Emmy Adoka. Udoka. If I'm pronouncing that wrong, forgive me. Personally, I don't care because the things you did deserves that mispronunciation, and we here. So he was alleged caught cheating with staff members of the Boston Celtics. Now, this was known through the staff in the franchise back in July, yet it came out this recent month in September. So that's one, and it led to this man being suspended for the whole season this upcoming season and more than likely he should be looked at getting a termination from the team because now that's the only thing I can say because they're starting to add more details to it so until they speak on that and bring that out then we're just practically speculating but that's really all that's out there we know that he was cheating behind Neil Long's back and they said, as far as Nia Long, she was actually gearing to move her whole family to Boston to be with this man that is the cheater. You get what I'm saying? So 
it's crazy as shit because personally speaking, I don't understand why not just Neil Long, but women in general goes through these sucker shits. But like I said, when you pick sucker niggas, you get sucker things, you know? Now, I say that to to bring up a serious situation because I've been going for a while and this is still sports related because it technically involves a sports icon, whether if you agree with it or not. Yet the situation is mad deep in regards to the nation and the country and etc. So this is involving Brett Favre and the governor of Mississippi. And to keep it a buck and to keep it short more so, Brett Favre, who is a Hall of Famer, Wrangler God, etc., etc., was caught stealing welfare money from the poor of Mississippi to fund, and I quote, a volleyball stadium, my G. Now, he stole from the poor, bro, the lowest of the lowest. And granted, this money was funded for this particular demographic, which is the poor welfare. And they went on that pot and took that money. You get what I'm saying? Now, it's funny because as I bring up the Boston situation, I see them reporting that shit every day on ESPN. Motherfuckers cheating. It took me back to the Tiger Woods situation. They had a whole Tiger Woods scandal saga on Sports Center for like the whole summer when all this man did was cheat on his wife. You know what I'm saying? Like they made this shit a whole world skeptical off Tiger Woods being a womanizer pretty much. Not saying it's justified to be that, but for that to be televised and then you get to a Brett Favre situation who just so happens to have the help from the governor of Mississippi, which happens to be one of the poorest, if not the poorest states in America, to get that help and steal from the poor. And guess what? It's not being shown on ESPN until you have to get a Stephen A or a Shannon Sharp to bring it up and then it's talked about. That's very telling. You know what I'm saying? It's very nasty. And not only was Brett Favre in it, y'all, you want to know who else was in it? And this is for my wrestling fans, man. Shout out to my WWF Attitude Era fans and my current WWE fans. But Ted DiBiase was also involved in this welfare scam slash fraud, excuse me. Ted DiBiase, for people who don't know, is a famous wrestler. Not only is he a famous wrestler, his whole moniker was the million dollar man <laughs> his whole character was built off money <laughs> so this is was making it hilarious because this is the same character in wrestling who is all about money having the studded diamond belt with the money sign everything is rich etc etc granted it's wrestling it's a character all that but if that's what you going off in whole time in real life you stealing from the poor? What does that tell about these type of niggas? Brett Favre made a hundred plus million dollars over his NFL career. Shannon Sharp said that more so brought it up, but this is public information. This is this is knowledge. You can look it up. This man made hundreds of million dollars in his career in his lifetime. And that's even speaking towards his football career if you bring up money outside with endorsements because guess what he also promotes regular jeans and we can only imagine the check he gets from that so you're getting 
a lot of sources of income to steal from the poor is some nasty shit. It's honestly the nastiest shit I ever seen in a while. So with that being said, it's fuck the cheaters. You know what I'm saying? We got to get rid of the Trista Thompsons out there, but we got to get rid of these fraudulent ass niggas too, man. This shit is crazy. And then the media not covering that shit is very telling because why would they talk about white privilege when they get white privilege? You know what I'm saying? But it's neither here or there, man. I'm just talking at this point. Fuck Brett Favre. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Ted DiBiase. Fuck the governor of Mississippi. And fuck all that shit because... You know, you just stay out the way, wash your ass, drink water, and dap a fiend, and your life is fine, you know? But we're going to move on because that's really what the sports talk. All that shit was sports-related. Of course, new music, you know what I'm saying? A lot of music came out recently um, or since the last time I recorded with y'all, so that's been a good amount of time. But a lot of new music. And what what is out that we need to talk about son see because that's the thing on the local base on the 757 sounds we're gonna play it for y'all later we got something for y'all but you know shout out to al doms you know what i'm saying on his latest project definitely fire his latest project um forgive me because i don't know off the top but i'm definitely listening to it so that's crazy but his latest project is prescribed overdose you know what i'm saying prescribe overdose it's on all dsps again it's al doms and we actually going to play one of the records from this album as a sleeper for this episode just to you know what i'm saying show love and show the talent out here man but again prescribe overdose it's his latest project it's definitely a dope body of work you know what i'm saying shout out to the 757 shout out to his record that he has with Pusha T called Ha Ha. He did drop that prior to his album. So definitely, you know, local love in that sense. And, you know, of course, Larry June still on his project and Joey Badass and, you know, the others. And as far as like recent drops album wise, I haven't really um, seen a lot of things with that. So we still waiting on Freddie Gibbs. I know his um, album Triple S is coming out. Sold, sold separately is approaching. We don't know when that's supposed to come. It's supposed to come around the end of September, September 30th, actually. So he dropped a couple singles for that. So that's really the, the latest project that we were looking for. But, you know, of course, like I said, Joey Badass, Larry June, you know, a lot of other motherfuckers that's out there that dropped this past month's you know what I'm saying? Like good music and we waiting for it. Speaking of good music, what we're going to actually do is get into these 757 sounds. You know what I'm saying? Like I said earlier on the pod, we're going to play the good brother Al Doms from his latest project, Prescribed Overdose. You feel me? And this track is called Sincerely. You know what I'm saying? Again, it's from his latest project, All DSPs. Check it out, out now. Let's get it. Yeah. Love. Yeah. Sincerely. Uh. Love. You either the nigga you 
know you are Find out you ain't who you think you is Echoes from my mirror keep my spirit cleansed Wasting God's potential is the only sin Just shed another tear again Always a rare occasion when a nigga vent When you gain success you lose so many friends While others start requesting in Watch blood amongst skin get thin and blend At this point I only shake my head and grin Sarcastic though it gets intense that I had space But I need more in dance from any man who claim life's chest But then let checker players win again Confused anything to keep up with the Joneses train you blows so trying to find parallels between us of no use It's so true See I was given less and made more Just imagine my fate if my mind stayed, stay poor Hands dirty, heart pure Sacrifices fought for Grateful for it all But still pinching grains of salt Lord bring sand to the beach until All accounts are offshore Amongst all I want more for everybody on board Cause once you know what all your aims Gonna make your blessings flood doors Ain't too many obstacles that I ain't got us up for Oh Lord Close friends never made it home. I always knew my path was different. Never thought it'd be through pawn. Type of shit is God given. You could never clone. My words solid, nigga. Everything I say is stone. Nigga, sincerely. Sincerely, from the good brother Al Doms. Of course, like I said, the album is called Prescribed Overdose. Definitely check that shit out on all DSPs. It's a dope project, brother. Keep doing your shit. Keep rapping the 7-5. And of course, like I said, 757 Sounds is every week. We coming. You feel me? Now, it's still certain things that I want to discuss before we check out. You know, like it's a lot of sucker shit going on, you know, between the motherfucker academics and i want to get into that because it leads to a conversation of gatekeeping the culture and protecting the culture that we know that we love and adore and motherfuckers like academics to me is a cancer in this fucking culture now when you come at a point where we allow these certain niggas to enter our culture and promote this bullshit and negativity and to the point where he's opening his mouth and calling our pioneers and our legends in quote dusty that's where it becomes a problem you get what i'm saying now first off this man name is dj academics and i haven't heard one single mixtape from this man you know what i'm saying he's not even a fucking dj so i don't even know why his name is dj academics that's one two to even come at the legends and the pioneers and call them dusty 
when you don't even know the scenario and situations for most of these artists is some whack ass shit and that leads me to say that we need to do better in protecting our culture and stop allowing these motherfuckers to just have these random platforms and speak these messages to the new people that's coming in because that's going to sour the taste of the culture man you know what i'm saying and last but not least you know i did bring it up earlier on the pod i spoke on it as i was recapping the summer madness 12 event you know i want to send my condolences to a couple people that we lost you know as far as first uh pat stay the battle rapper pat stay from canada he was recently stabbed and killed in a night bar you know and it's very unfortunate it's very corny you know and pat stay just a legend man just want to send my love to that was able to watch the tribute that they did during summer madness and it was just incredible man a dope talent one of the best battle rappers of all time and i'm not saying that because he passed that's a fact even prior and just peace and love to his family and his kids because that's the main important part about the whole thing that the kids lost a father and they have to continue life with that you know now with that being said definitely check him out again his name is pat stay if you don't know who i'm referring to Look him up on YouTube, watch his battles. The battle that he had with Tay Rock is one of my favorite ones because it was in London and he was able to just control the crowd like he always do. And Tay Rock being Tay Rock, one of the goats, he was talking his shit too with the I'm not Pat Stay, but how Pat Stay just handled that. Legendary, you feel me? So again, rest in peace to Pat Stay. Peace and love to his family and loved ones, of course, and all the battle culture. Keep your head up, you know, things of that sort. And last but not least, because I did bring this young gentleman up as well, PMB Rock. I do want to send my condolences and rest in peace to PMB Rock. Now, with this situation, I do want to express the circumstances of what's going on and how within the culture we need to interact and understand and more so respect the surroundings and where you're at and where you're going to. Now, what I'm saying is you don't have to agree with the street life you don't have to accept it you don't have to live by it you can totally disagree but at the same time people have to understand the surroundings the environment and where they're going to as the status that you have as that rapper so pmb rock to summarize for people who may not know but it's been a good week now since you know i'm now recording and the incident happened pmb rock was robbed and shot and killed at the roscoe chicken and waffles in south central la now of course that leads to you thinking why would you be in that particular location with all the material things the chains and etc on you and that result to being killed you know now of course his girlfriend because this is just the facts his girlfriend posted a picture of their their plate the chicken and waffles posted on instagram and coincidentally 20 to 30 minutes later he gets robbed shot and then he gets killed from that point so i say that to say of course first off rest in peace to the young brother and it's unfortunate because in times it just tells you that one robbery is not cool but it happens it's just what it is what it is if you walk to a neighborhood and the shit that you have on your neck is worth more than that neighborhood and you have people within that neighborhood who has nothing to lose because that's another thing people got to understand it's a lot of people in this world that has nothing to lose 
So when they see a young man or anybody for that instance with shit on them that's worth more than the shit that they see around them every day, they're going to test that. They're going to come for you and they're going to gather those items and they're going to get money from that sense. Now, for the people that says they need to get a job, they need to do that, they need to stop robbing, I understand. But in the moment, you have to understand that that's what's going down at the time. Like, it's just what it is. We don't have to agree with it, but that's just what's popping off. You come to South Central and you're telling me the houses that's around me are cheaper than the shit that's on his neck. They're going to test that, man. You know what I'm saying? And for you to come to that particular spot with the shit you have on and knowing that, that's the telling part. Now, for people that may think I'm putting blame on this young man, I understand. But it's just simply expressing that you need to understand the surroundings that you're involving yourself in. And if you're that arrogant to even put yourself in that environment, knowing what time it is and you don't give a fuck, then God bless you at that point, because then you end up being killed. You feel me? So this is just a lesson for the for the folks and the younger cats to understand that it's not worth dying for some shit that you can just give up because if you already that type of motherfucker if you that nigga in the game you can get that shit replaced you know what i'm saying like are you willing to die for a fucking chain you feel me now of course it's just sad just to see a young brother or a person a human period get killed for some bullshit but at the same time you have to understand where you at and you have to also respect the environment that you're at you don't have to accept it but you have to respect it respect goes a long way man so definitely with that being said again i want to end it with condolences to his family to his daughters because he did have kids and this is a unfortunate another situation of children growing up without their father and i'm just praying for his family and for the younger cats and not even just younger cats but people that seeing this they need to understand that if you don't respect the environment that you're in shit is going to happen regardless if you agree with it or not you feel me so you know but where we at man we at minute 46 47 we're around that point like quarter to an hour to pod you know of course like i said man i miss y'all niggas man it's been a while they had to get my laptop repaired man so we back on yo for the love you know i want to thank my supporters you know, all my supporters from local base and Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, man. And also before I dip off, man, on a local base, man, rest in peace to Scotty Quicks, man. That shit is crazy because they low key getting rid of downtown Norfolk. They getting rid of Granby Street and that shit is wild. Like they getting rid of Scotty Quicks. They getting rid of these places. And it's like before you know it, Granby Street about to turn into like fucking town center or some shit. You know what I'm saying? So we going to see, man, what Norfolk is on. You know, we, we're waiting to see what they're going to do with military circle development because they tearing down the mall at the end of the year. And it's about to be a new Norfolk, man. It's about to be a new 757 going forward. So we're going to see. But rest in peace to Scotty Quicks. Y'all legendary. And shout out to all the locals in the building, man. For the love, we coming back. Stay tuned for all the guests we have coming soon because we're going to pop y'all on y'all fucking necks, man. You heard? But this is episode 4-2. This is Los. God bless.